All right, y'all. Uh, welcome. This is Carefree Conversations. This is the Carefree Black Nerd kind of talk show, kind of, sort of, or whatnot. I am your host, Ryan Coleman, and I have with me today a very special guest who got some some stuff to say. And uh, <laughs> we go, we go see what it is. We go see what it is. Of course, I'm Ryan Coleman, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, all that good stuff. Y'all know what it is. Please, sir, say, let these folks know who is on the mic with me today. All right, everybody. My name is Shay. Uh, you can catch me at Free State of Mind on Twitter. Uh, I'm a combat vet. I served my two tours, and my black ass is done. And me and Rain here have already discussed that this will be the episode he probably will get canceled for. Man, I'm expecting uh, death threats to both of us, especially me. But <laughs> I've got a lot to say oh, in regards man. to us on the uh, in regards to just people of color, minorities. Mm-hmm. In comic books and media in general. Okay. So uh, let's go ahead and get it started. Yeah, man. Let's let's let's. Okay, so uh, start off a little bit light. Comics, man. Which which you into? <laughs> Favorite comics? Oh yeah. Okay. Characters so um, currently, uh, okay. So top five favorite comics <laughs> of all time that I love. Yeah. Uh, Invincible by Robert Kirkman. I mm-hmm. get it. Everybody knows him for Walking Dead, but please read Invincible. It's a mm-hmm. great show on um, Amazon. But mm-hmm. the comic book, the Amazon show does the comic no justice. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm letting you know right, that right now. Mm-hmm. Watch, uh, watch the TV show. It's great. Zazie Beats is in it. I love her from Atlanta. Um, and also, everybody loves J.K. Simmons because that's he is J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> there, there will be no other J. Jonah Jameson except for him. But Nobody. definitely read the comic Invincible. Uh, also, I love Mike Mignola, even though he has a lot of controversy going on about him about what he did in the industry. Love Hellboy. His whole Hellboy run from Seed of Destruction to Hellboy in Hell mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Please sure. read that. As well, uh, Todd McFarlane's Spawn run. Uh, yes, I believe it is. No, I believe it is the longest running comic book series by one artist. I believe it is. I think you might be right because I'm thinking with the Walking. De- well, no, no, because well, no, yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I believe. I believe. Yeah. Right. If, if we're not right, if we're not right, let us know. <laughs> let, let us, let us know. know. But I think, it, I think, it, I think, I, but I believe Tom McFarlane has written the world's longest comic book series with it just being him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Correct us if we're wrong, though. And then uh, that's one, two, three, four. It's a it's a trade paperback. It's like maybe like five or six issues, but it's called mm-hmm. Pride of Baghdad. Check mm. that out. That's in my that I love that. I tell anybody if you want to read comic books that doesn't have anything to do with superheroes, read Pride of Baghdad. It's not for everybody, but I personally loved it. And yeah. then uh, the current comic book series that's in my top five because Donnie Cates is an amazing writer. Sad to say, I believe at the end of this year he's mm-hmm. going to stop writing for it and it's going over to somebody else. But uh, it's the Thor run he's doing because Jason Aaron did a good job with Thor, God of Thunder 1 through 25, but so far he's just completely botched that character. Mm. Like, um, uh, Thor in the mythology and with Steve, uh, with, not Steve, Steve, uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby did, mm-hmm. they followed the mythology of Norse very closely that mm-hmm. Thor's mother is Gaia. She is the goddess of the earth, making her an elder god. Mm-hmm. And making him, uh, making him an elder god, and also an Asgardian at the same time because of mm. Odin. Okay. So it made Thor the strongest being. And Odin told Frigga, he was like, "Hey, hey," he was like, "I 
I know this is stepping out of boundaries of our marriage, but I want to make, I want to have a son so he'll be the strongest being in the universe mm. so he can protect mm. all the nine realms. Oh, damn. And, uh, Jay, yeah, exactly. And then Jay and then Frigga was like, yeah, of course, go do that. And then Thor was, then Thor was born from Gaia. Mm. So it gave Thor not only the power to control, you know, the storms, but he also can control the earth. He can control mm. planets because his mother, he gets his power from the earth. So that's why he has such a close attachment to Midgard, which is earth, because he's like, this is my mother's home. This is yeah. my mother I have to protect. I didn't know that. Um, but Jason Aaron completely botched that story. He was like, you know what? His mom's not the earth anymore. Guess who his mom is now? The <laughs> Phoenix. And I'm just like, the Phoenix? wait, what? <laughs> and hold on. Sorry. It's not the Phoenix. It's, oh, uh, so it's a woman who the Phoenix, uh, took control of. Oh, so Jean Grey. No, <laughs> no yeah, it, it's, it's an old school Jean Grey. <laughs> if you've you ever, re if you've ever read, uh, like, uh, Avengers a million BC, mm -mm. the chick, that Odin sleeps with, that's yeah. his mom. See, I'm not a um, I, big Thor guy, but I, I mean, the movies, uh, of course, got my me heart, into it. I know, I know, but like, I grew up on mutants, so that was like my thing. But like, the oh, okay, more. I get you. Yeah, so I'm, but of course, I'm trying to do better. But uh, I keep hearing great things about Thor's runs in the past. Like, yeah. If yeah. you want, if you want to go for his past runs, I would say. Read like the first ten issues that Stanley and Jack Kirby did, so you can mm -hmm. just get into it. Mm -hmm. Definitely, uh, definitely read Walt Simonson's run. Mm -hmm. Read uh, Thor the God Butcher. That run That's is what amazing. It is. That's what it is. That's the one I keep. The hearing. God Butcher run is one of the best stories for Thor, and then what Donny Case is doing with him is also amazing. So definitely so check those the, out if if you want to get into Thor. What's the switch then? Because I know you said Thor was great in the past. They stay close to to the mythology. Then so, it's switched. So what's what the switch going? was? I don't know what Jason Aaron started doing, but the switch really happened. And I want everybody to know I'm not misogynistic. I'm not sexist or anything like that. But right around the time when Marvel was, in my opinion, sprawling to make themselves more diverse, mm. and they started bringing in. Riri Williams and bringing in America Chavez and bringing in Miles Morales and then bringing mm -hmm. in Jane Foster as Thor. Mm -hmm. That's when Thor Odinson, you know, blonde haired, blue eyed, mm -hmm. uh, went downhill, especially with Jason Aaron's run. I had no issue with him becoming unworthy. I mm -hmm. thought that was really cool because everybody defined Thor as he needs the hammer. And that whole mm -hmm. Thor unworthy run was showing that you don't need the hammer to be Thor. Mm hmm. But Jason Aaron made it seem like Thor wasn't as powerful as we've seen him be. Wait, okay, hold up. They've made him, they, they've lowballed his strength. Because, oh, from okay, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, like, um, put it like this. Jason Aaron, he contradicted himself. Mm -hmm. In Thor the God Butcher, when Thor, because there's three different Thors you meet. You meet the regular Thor, who's like middle-aged Thor, you could say. Mm -hmm. Then you meet King Thor, who's like Thor, like five million years in the future. He's like okay. super old, long, white beard. He looks like Odin. Mm -hmm. um, and then you meet young Thor. Well, young Thor gets trapped on this planet and he becomes a slave to Gore. And Gore is building this god bomb that's going to destroy all gods in existence all throughout time and space. Yeah. He's like, I want all the gods gone. Okay. So Thor grabs this item to destroy the bomb with, and he's like, and he meets his granddaughters and they're like, 
they're like, grandfather, there's there's no water on this planet. You can't create a storm. He's like, and Thor's like, okay, if I can't make it rain down lightning and thunder, I'm going to make it rain down fire. Oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, in lava, <laughs> like, meteorites and fire <laughs> starts raining down like God himself is going to destroy the world. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. And then Thor takes uh, old King Thor's hammer, middle-aged mm-hmm. Thor, mind you, mm-hmm. takes old King Thor's uh, Mjolnir and his Mjolnir, and he destroys the bomb. Okay. And he takes uh, Gore's power and he destroys the bomb. He dies, but then he comes back. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Jason Aaron, you wrote Thor to be really strong. And then he also <laughs> wrote, and he also wrote uh, the uh, sequel to it called King Thor. Mm-hmm. Where Thor, well, Gore the God Butcher comes back as a, um, like a galaxy, you could say. Yeah. Literally, he literally comes back as a galaxy, mm-hmm. and with the uh, help, and uh, with the help of Loki, defeats mm-hmm. him. But Thor gets so Thor gets so empowered by himself with the Odin Force and just him being Thor. Mm-hmm. He literally, with the help of with the help of Mjolnir, throws suns mm-hmm. at him. Mm, okay. God he damn. throws the fucking sun. <laughs> oh man. It's a sun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the sun. See, ah, see now that for me, my issue, and well, I'm gonna kick it to you. What is what do you think? So so I clearly see uh, you're a fan of Thor, the fan of the run. You've just given proof as to why uh you feel like the Jason Aaron run was not as great because he contradicted himself. Where in comics, not just in Thor, but like uh, what, you what do what you huh? go ahead, repeat what you said? No, I'm saying so with all that that you just said, mm-hmm. where what is your thoughts and not not just on Thor, it could be in comics in general, but when it comes down to continuity, because that to me, everything you described feels as if Somebody was like, well, fuck all that old shit that we did before. Let's just go ahead. <laughs> so, like, do you mm-hmm. think that's a detriment to comics, or is that like, should we adhere to the continuity of before? I think I think it, um, I saw this one, I saw somebody tweet this on Twitter, and he was like, I can't stand the MCU and the MCU's TV shows, mm. in which I love the fact that you brought up Loki, because I have my thoughts on that. Okay. Um, he was like, I prefer the comic books, because the comic books can do what they want to do. They, they're not held down by um they're not held down by any restrictions or laws mm. and i'm like you need that because <laughs> say for instance you write say for instance you write luke cage right okay you're writing luke cage mm-hmm. and you're like luke cage and you establish it in your run of luke cage mm-hmm. adamantium cannot cut his skin okay he Here gets in a fight he gets in a fight with wolverine wolverine's claws don't ditch his skin at all and people in the comic books are like, whoa, that's so cool, Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. He can take on Animantium. Wolverine can't stop him, this and this and that, blah, 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 blah. But then you show him getting beat by Black Panther, right? Because mm-hmm. Black Panther uses vibranium. It cuts mm-hmm. his skin. And mm-hmm. Luke Cage has to go back to the drawing board and figure out, how am I going to beat a guy who can, uh, can break my unbreakable right. skin? Right, right. I take over your comic book run, right? Mm-hmm. I have two choices going off with your continuity. <laughs> I can revert Luke Cage and make him weak to Animantium, which completely negates his character. You're making yeah. his character weak. And the whole point of the hero's journey, he has to learn. Mm-hmm. He has to get stronger and he mm-hmm. has to get better. So 
Option A, I go against the hero's journey. Mm -hmm. I go against what we were taught by Edith Hamilton. I go mm -hmm. against what we were taught about what happens to heroes in legends and myth and mythology. Mm -hmm. Or I can go with option B, which everyone prefers. He figures out a way how to beat this obstacle mm -hmm. or he gets stronger himself. So Luke Cage, if I were to write it and go with option B, he dips himself back into the acid. Mm. He comes back out of the acid and he gets stronger. His skin is more impenetrable. Mm -hmm. He can take mm -hmm. on vibranium now. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's, but going off what you said about the continuity, I feel that artists and not artists, because artists can change and whoop you. Yeah, yeah. But writers need to come together and be like, what are you going to do with this character? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't make him suck. Yeah. Yeah. That's cause, because uh, Donnie yeah. Cates, uh, Donnie Cates has in his run where um, the Avengers are having time fighting these robots. They're not like Ultron bots or anything like that, but they're having trouble fighting these robots. Yeah. And he's like, Captain America, I need to talk with you. And Captain America and them are like, hey, Thor, you see, we're having an issue. And he's like, oh, sorry. And he just makes it rain down lightning and completely takes out all the robots. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But Jason Aaron's Thor was getting knocked the fuck out by like six trolls. I'm like, no. See, and, and that, that's not Thor. That's that a lot of my Thor. issue, too. That's a lot of my issue, too. And it's, I, I feel like, much like you, I agree wholeheartedly, there needs to be some type of, which I don't understand, Okay, either I don't understand why it's not the case, or maybe it is, and I just don't know about it. But when you have a comic book run, especially at the big two, and you know yes. you only gonna have Jane Foster Thor for twelve books, then you need to have somebody who is going to take over Jane Foster Thor, mm -hmm. work with the motherfuckers that's doing Jane Foster Thor Thank currently. You. There needs to be some type of there needs to be where, a meeting room for that. Yeah, yeah, because that's it's because my frustration is this everything that you're saying. I, I read comics as a kid. I stepped away from it in my early 20s and came back later and mm -hmm. I missed a lot. But aside from continuity, aside from comic characters being moved around, what mm -hmm. fucked me up is going to the store as an adult, seeing trade paperbacks that had six issues in them all the time. So the way in which comics were even presented where they're written for six six issue yes. story arcs fucked me up. So yes. I'm used to like you said continuity. So I could read Thor number one, you know, and then he didn't got, you know, a little sister named Katie and she show up in Thor 50 because the writer who took over remembered this little girl. Exactly. So, yeah, my issue mm -hmm. that's, that's my issue as well with continuity and not and, and you know my Thor. whole thing is This is what happened. So, mm -hmm. quick story. Um, nobody really knows the story of why Thor came to Marvel. Mm -hmm. And this is this is what I've found out as someone who's getting who's trying to get into writing, not comic yeah. books necessarily, but you don't want to write yourself into a corner. Right, right, right. And that was the issue with Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Mm. When they came out with Hulk, they wrote themselves into a corner. <laughs> what is the Hulk's power? The Dang. matter he gets, the stronger he gets. Yes. So he was mollywhopping the shit out of everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, they were like, uh, uh, make the abomination. Well, the abomination's power isn't the matter he gets, the stronger he gets. So eventually, Hulk will beat him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Hulk will find a way to beat him. So Stan Lee even said in the interview, he was like, what can beat the Hulk but a god? Yeah. And he was like, everybody knew about the Greeks. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we went to the north and we grabbed Thor. Yeah. And, not, and he was like, I created Thor to be the strongest and most powerful hero. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing what everybody doesn't realize. Everybody, and I'm a huge Thor fan. I, I, when I tell you I've almost read every issue of Thor, I've almost read it. Shout out to this website. It's called readcomiconline.to. Readcomiconline.to. Okay. It has damn near every comic book issue you now, can read. Now, y'all. Once again, readcomiconline.to. <laughs> Now we want y'all to also spend your money, but we understand if you yeah have yeah to, yeah yeah if, if you, you to, if you ain't got the funds, trust me, understand. I, I go to comic book shops and I and you know my wife tells me all the time stop spending you know stop spending light bill money on damn oh, comic books. Oh, I, I get it, I get it. Like today, I I I drove an hour okay. to go get a He Man action figure for the new uh, Netflix show. Okay, okay, <laughs> well, that's I'm I'm that guy. But anyways, um. <laughs> And I've and I've I've just been, I've just devoured the Thor comic books to just understand his character more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm not really you know I'm not a Thor fan, but I'm like oh Thor can't be beaten because yeah. there are people out there who can beat Thor. Like I'm the Hulk can beat Thor. I'm mm-hmm. you know you know. But I think Jason Aaron realized he drew, he wrote Thor okay. into a corner and mm-hmm. was like I have to make him weak again. Yeah. So that. I can eat, so I, I as a writer can make him strong again, mm. or somebody else who writes Thor can make him strong again. But then that's the thing, though. Keep him the same strength level, mm-hmm. and or continue to make him stronger, and just do what they do for Superman, and just make villains who can beat him. And see, and they uh, realize that with DC, they're like Superman's the strongest person in the world. Let's create Mongol. Mm. If we can't beat him physically. Will beat him mentally, mm-hmm. Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. That's what the leader is to the Hulk. We can't beat him physically. Create Doomsday, a monster mm-hmm. who, every time you kill him, you cannot kill him in the exact same way. Mm, okay. Boom. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just like that. And I honestly, I don't know how Marvel runs their things. I don't know how the comic book industry runs their things. Mm-hmm. But like you said, when it comes to continuity. If, like I said, if you write Luke Cage, I would expect you, and if you know I'm going to come behind you and write him, mm-hmm. I would expect you to be like, hey, yo, Shay, let's go ahead and have a meeting. Yeah. Cool. Let's have a Skype call. Mm-hmm. Boom. It's mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yeah. And, we write, and, and we in it. We in it. Yeah. So it still has your essence of your writing, but I'm taking over. Mm-hmm. So, I, so they're not like, well, damn, Shay sucks as a writer. <laughs> we need to go back to rank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know that's, 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 that's the worst feeling ever because I'm gonna let y'all know on Twitter. If you follow anybody who likes Thor, <laughs> they are like, "What the fuck is Jason Aaron doing?" Oh man, that's They're crazy. Like, you should have just stopped. And that's you know, crazy. it's just it's just bad. But um, going on to the next topic of the MCU shows, uh, mm-hmm. I actually had a conversation with an old battle buddy of mine about them. Loki is phenomenal. Okay, so you liked it. Okay. Yeah, but if I have to rank the shows, and as a black man, and I know this is a blurred conversation, <laughs> come I'm on, just Falcon, whatever. I'm gonna go with Falcon and Winter Soldier as my number one. Okay. Loki and WandaVision. The reason I say Falcon and Winter Soldier is it touched on a lot of things mm-hmm. that needed to be said. Okay. okay. Like the fact of the matter is, in the real world, truthfully, it's hard for black people and people of color to get <coughs> loans. 
Mm-hmm. Whether it's a home loan, business loan, or whatever. And that scene, yeah. when Falcon was in the damn bank with his sister, couldn't get a damn loan. Bro. But the guy's like, oh, can I get a picture with you? That look, that pissed me. Boy, that, that set me every on black person was Every black person was like, Marvel gets it. Uh, uh. They, mm. And then when Isaiah Bradley says, no self-respecting black man would wear that shield uh-huh, or pick uh-huh. up that shield. Mm-hmm. And he was like, they will never see you with blonde hair and blue eyes. I said, oh. So so that that you now that you brought that up, though I've did my whole review for Falcon Winter Soldier, whatever, in mm-hmm. this, cause I didn't hear from you. We, we weren't talking back then. So I, what's your what's your thoughts on um especially since you're ranking it as your number one, what's your thoughts on Isaiah, like him being brought into the MCU, his I, role opposite Anthony, all that. Mm-hmm. I love first of all, that actor deserves an Emmy. Absolutely. Like the guy from the if you ever seen the, the movie The Five Bloods? I haven't seen uh, it yet. Don't watch don't. it on Netflix. It's really good. Don't I'm not, this is not a pro. <laughs> we're, listen, we're, we're, we're not getting paid by Netflix. <laughs> but I'm just saying, watch it. I'm not yeah. getting paid by Robert Kirkman to say, go read Invincible. I'm not getting paid by, you know, the Ghost of Stanley to say, go read Thor. I'm not. Yeah, nah. look, look. This, is, this is just love of what I love. But watch The Five Bloods because the character who has PTSD, mm-hmm. he deserves an Oscar. And everybody knows he got robbed of an Oscar. If the guy who plays Isaiah Bradley doesn't get an Emmy, I, I have no, there's no hope for the world. Because his trauma. And if you have not read, uh, I think it's Red, White, and Black, the mm-hmm. Isaiah Bradley comic book. Yes, yes. That's you don't understand his backstory. Yeah. When he joined the military in World War II, they only had them cleaning. They weren't training or anything like that. They had to train themselves. Mm-hmm. So they weren't allowed to train with the white soldiers. They took 300. They grabbed all the black soldiers. They took 300 of them. The other ones they killed. And of those 300s, they gave them the super soldier serum. But yep. they told them it was a vaccination. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like what they did with us. Yep. Like what they did with us in truth mm-hmm. and, and in reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of those 300, only a few survived. The other ones died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. And of Isaiah Bradley's small platoon, he was the only one to live. Mm-hmm. They told his wife Yep, he say died. it. Say it, man. Say it. <laughs> they gave her a severance check. Told his wife he was dead. He had to escape. And then Elijah Bradley came through, mm-hmm. who was his grandson. Mm-hmm. Going off of the TV show, it took a white nurse mm-hmm. to have pity for him because they were experimenting on him. <sighs> Bro. <laughs> Let me say that again. A white nurse took pity on him because he was there. World War II ended 1945. That man was there for another what? Two, three decades? Yeah. You know? Exactly. You know? And then when he sat there and the pain <clears throat> he had because the whole show is about Falcon being like was I right to give away the shield? And Bucky mm-hmm. was like, no, you shouldn't have given away that shield. Steve wanted you to have it. And Bucky was doing it for saying that shit for selfish reasons because Steve believed in him. Mm-hmm. But Bucky didn't think like a black man. Should I carry this shield 
of the American flag that represents the American flag that's been nothing but oppression, pain, that's not what it is for him. That and is slavery not, to us. Yeah, that's not what it is for him. A glass. <laughs> that's, that's not what it, that's not what and Bucky doesn't see it as that. Bucky sees it as mm-hmm. like, oh, we're America. America is the land of the free. Not to us. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird because like, then again, ain't he from the twenties on him and Cap both from like nineteen twenty something? Like but see, that's, but see that's the thing about Bucky and Steve, they weren't racist. But no, 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 no. I'm not even saying that. I'm not, I'm not even, and I want the listeners to misconstrue. I'm not even saying he's racist. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is the black the the black trauma that we experience on a day to day basis in 2021 is not the mm-hmm. exact same, but it is not that far removed from Thank the black. And, and, I, and I, think, I think along with that, we well, got to remember in the Highland Commandos, there was a black guy in there, and the black guy was like a logistics guy. He could speak like over eight different languages. Mm-hmm. So. And you got to remember, Steve just wanted to serve. He didn't care who was ser- who he was serving next to. <laughs> I know that. Steve didn't give a fuck. He was like, if I got to be in all, if he like, Steve was like, if I got to be with the Tuskegee nigga Airmen, I'm going to be with the Tuskegee nigga Airmen. If I got to be with the Platoon niggas, I want to serve with some niggas. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. but I get, I get what you're saying. But you would, you, but like you say, you would think Bucky would know, but mm-hmm. that goes along with WP, white privilege. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. White people don't care. They don't, and like, and not saying that Marvel was going for this, mm-hmm. but Bucky didn't care about how <clears throat> Sam felt. He was like, "No, you need to pick up that shield." So I know what I did. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he being soldier, I know what I did as a Winter Soldier is validated mm-hmm. that I don't have to have my my nightmares at night yeah. because you're doing what Steve wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. And but Isaiah telling him, Isaiah being the other side of the coin, you need to put that shield down. Yeah. Because it's not Fourth of July, it's Fourth of July. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, Fourth uh. of July means this. In the Revolutionary War, and you can look this up, these are all facts. They had thousands of black slaves. And they said, if y'all fight for us in the Revolutionary War, we will set you free. Your families, your wife, and your kids, everybody will be set free who's related to you. They said, cool, we will fight. After the war, take your black ass to the field. Mm-hmm. Go on back. <clears throat> and that's what and that's the pain and the trauma that Isaiah felt. Mm-hmm. And like Isaiah was like, uh, get out of my house. Yeah. And you saw the anger and the fury that he had. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But his whole but the whole thing about Isaiah and the whole thing about us as black people in this world, we just need what our pain and suffering we went through to be recognized. Don't mm-hmm. bury it. So in that last episode, when Sam had his memorial, that's why he cried. And honestly, I cried because mm. that come up as a combat vet. I'm gonna tell you just, right now. Yes. Mm. yes, give that man his recognition mm. for the pain he had to go through. All those missions. And here's the thing: if you read the comic, Isaiah Bradley was doing missions they wouldn't even want Cap to do. Mm. Yeah, of course. Make the Negroes do it. Because it, exactly, because if Cap was to do those missions, it would make America look bad. But oh, it's a black guy doing it. Mm-hmm. It's a black guy blowing up, blowing up these missions, blowing up these buildings and shit. So it's fine for him to do it. No. Right, right. Who and just that the <clears throat> and just and then also we're, I'm gonna leave off of Falcon and Wonder Soldier off this note and then go on to Loki. That speech. Mm-hmm. He gave to the world leaders after he saved them. Is a speech 
that our U.S. government needs to have now. Y'all have the power to easily do stimulus checks every fucking week to end world hunger. You got enough money in the damn treasury to get every homeless person, homeless vet, homeless child off the fucking street. But you don't want to do it because they don't look like you or you don't care. Mm. You have that power. I mean, shit, we just not we, but they just sent Amazon's fucking uh, head fucking ruler in charge to space. You know what I'm saying? Like today. What so like oh, oh, <laughs> penis, old penis face Bezos. What you going to face for? That nigga, that shit. I was like, all right, man. Get that that shit. But, Yo, I'm yeah. telling you right now, they about to start shipping down damn uh damn Amazon packages from the from I'm space. I'm saying, I'm saying nigga, no, for real. Gonna be catapulted out like damn <laughs> Iron Man suits. I'm trying to tell you. No, that for real. That's what fuck the fuck drones. was. So you gonna order that shit off of Amazon? It be in your house for five minutes. Five like, oh, fucking shit, minutes. Cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> no, no employees working there, but the one monitoring the. Pod. Yeah, but the one dude who's clicking away at the damn computer. You like, damn man. Two dollars. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, going on to Loki. The reason I love Loki is uh, one, a lot of black people in that movie. Uh, not movie, sorry, TV show. Yeah. Uh, Wumi Masuka. Come on, Ruby. Right I, yeah, I think I so. I don't. If I didn't say her name correctly. Forgive me. Um. All right, my wife ain't no ain't no nearby. <laughs> get your, <laughs> get I saw your, her love. I saw her Lovecraft country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, Ruby <laughs> was she was something else, Ooh, man. Geez. She was something else. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, wound me. Look, that, that woman right there. Hey. Hey, you better stop. Your hey, wife might listen remember, to this now. Listen, Come on. Listen now. I, boy. Boy. <laughs> But this no, I, I loved, I loved, I just love the whole show. Yeah. And if you really want to talk about the hero's journey. Come on. Loki changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love the first episode how Mobius was, was just sitting there like, how are you the god of mischief and the god of lies? You seem like someone who just likes to hurt people. Hey. That's all you like to do. Hey. Like, that doesn't look like mischief. You're enjoying <laughs> pain. Yeah. You're a masochist. You're a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he you, did enjoy, <laughs> you enjoy doing these things. Uh, That's not mischief. Mm-hmm. And I was like, goddamn yeah. time somebody told Loki that. Because uh, Loki's sitting here like, I'm doing this for glorious purpose. And even old classic Loki was like, there's no such thing as glorious purpose. That, now that was my thing. And, and I, I really wish I believe, I don't know if Classic Loki said this. I, I'll have to go back and watch this. But I really wish there was a line in the show. Kate Heron, you should have put this in there because you're mm. the showrunner slash director. We as Lokis need to stop lying to ourselves before we lie to other people. See, I don't think it was said verbatim. I think maybe the essence of that, but I, yeah, that would have been a, a better straightforward Yeah, line. but straight, you got because you because Loki's one of those people, everybody know a person like Loki who lie and manipulate the people. <laughs> yes. And you always know how you can deal with that motherfucker. You gotta be straightforward with them. Yes, yes. Stop fucking up. <clears throat> yeah. And Thor was the only person like that to him. Yes, yes, yes. I love when Thor Ragnarok when he says, mm-hmm. You you're the god of mischief, but you can be so much more. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then Mobius tells him that you can be so much more. And he is good. Now he, he has no choice to, but to be. Exactly. Right. And I yeah. love the last, I love the last episode because it showed the dichotomy between Sylvie and Loki. Because when they kiss, it showed you that Loki changed. Yeah. Loki didn't want to be king, but he was like, let this motherfucker stay right here and we work yeah. for him. Yeah. But if you kill him, there's going to be worse. Comp- there's going to be consequences we can't fathom. Yeah. And that, that's she was just so hardballed, like Loki in, the, in Avengers. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. See, they owe me. Nigga. Nobody owe you a damn thing. Not a motherfucking thing. And, that, I, and that's uh, the thing. And that's the thing about Loki's character. And I like that what they're doing in the current run. Loki's like, I'm no longer the god of mischief. No longer the god of lies. I'm the god of stories. Mm, He's like, okay. I only tell truth now. And he gives Thor counsel and things like that. But the thing is, Loki understands that I am the son of a Jotun. I'm the son of a giant. Mm-hmm. The Asgardians took me in, but I fucked that up. Mm. And Loki realizes that at the end of his TV series. He realizes mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and oh, that was such a beautiful fucking... Yeah, that yeah. show is... Oh, and then, oh, Jonathan Majors, they're bringing him in as Kang? Bam! Oh. Bam! Let, oh, look. my God. Let. He came in with the apple, eating like he was Nigga. reading off a damn death note. Nigga. Just on the damn apple. When I fucking tell you... Ah, okay, so for me... Loki. Loki was good. I enjoyed it. I hated Sylvie all the way through. I did not like her. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Oh, I'm going to tell you this. I'm bro, the bro, I, I hated her. You can look through any of my tweets. The Who I wish had have been Lady Loki was that I don't know if you remember when um they were on that planet, that old white lady with that big gun in that yes. house. I wanted her. I said, how is she in this like two minute scene more charismatic and more interesting than Sylvie out of every episode she's been in. Sylvie is boring. <laughs> Sylvie, I, I said, how? She's a, she's a very one-note character. She's not, she is not, to, for me, out of all the Lokis, and this isn't even a sexism thing, because it's like they only had male Lokis in the void. There mm-hmm. was, everybody else was more interesting than her. President Loki, Boastful Loki, Alligator Loki, a kid Loki. I feel mm-hmm. like they chose the wrong actress. When I think of a lady Loki, I think of Hella. That's where my mind goes. I know that's an entirely different character, but mm-hmm. the, the, the charisma, the, the yeah, attitude. The, the I, confidence that, that uh, what's, who played Hella? Wasn't it Kate? Wasn't that Kate Winslet? Was it? It was um some some white woman that be acting her ass and uh really quick um um Isaiah Bradley is Carl Lumley Lum Lumley good lord I always fuck his name up that's the actor but um oh yeah give shit. him a give him an Emmy oh then, yeah Kate Blanchett Kate Blanchett played uh hella she yeah. had charisma hey she was sexy she was hey. powerful hey and and you know and I and. And that honestly is what I was expecting from Lady Loki. But Sylvie is not Lady Loki. In the comics, there's a separate character named mm-hmm. Sylvie who Loki gives his power to. That's what everybody uh-huh. doesn't realize. Okay, well, good. So, but good. I do get what you're saying. Good. Then. Um, you go a character. When you have a character who was pushed by revenge alone. Mm-hmm. You have to make them very interesting. And they should have went with a Django type treatment. If you ever seen Django mm, on Django, yes, yes, okay. Him with on. his with his revenge, being revenge fueled, 
or like if you watch Samurai Jack, him wanting revenge, mm -hmm. or Afro Samurai. Mm -hmm. Afro Samurai barely talked. Yeah, but in oh, five yeah. episodes, you felt this character's pain and struggle through everything he did. Absolutely. So yeah. Um didn't like her, I though. really wished uh we could have seen classic Thor. Because mm. classic Loki had the classic Loki had the old school outfit on. Right, right, right. So I, I would love to see like a classic Thor, that. like that would have been awesome. Or like they would have did like a quick flashback to Kid Loki killing Thor. Was Thor mm. an adult or was mm. Thor a kid? Mm, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm, man, you you making some points. Yeah, that would have so, been nice. We but I Thor. do love, but I love just the just the implications of just how Loki is just Loki just brought a lot to the Marvel universe and what people aren't realizing. Mm. And just when he looked at Sylvie and had that smirk on his face and said, "See mm -hmm. you soon," mm. I was like, oh, "Yeah, bitch, you done fucked up." Hey. And I think when she hey. crumpled down and started crying, yeah. That that can be seen as two things. As a person who's read a lot of books, and you've mm -hmm. read a lot of books, I'm assuming people who, mm -hmm. who will watch this and listen to this have read novels and things like that. You can tell from a character like this that, and sorry if I'm talking too much, but you can tell from a character like this that uh, she's at the end of her journey. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a dog who's chased a car, and she finally caught the car, and she doesn't mm -hmm. know what to do. Right. That's that's yeah. I think it's kind of like what Joker said in Dark Knight. I, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be seen as a, or it could be seen the other side of the other side of the of the cassette cassette side B. Yeah. For those of you who want to go back in the day, you had the eight track player. You know what I mean? That cassette side B. Um. She realizes the ramifications of what she did. She realizes how she fucked up, and she's sitting there and she crumpled and started crying. When she's like, "Oh my God, I should have listened to Loki." Mm -hmm. I should have followed what he said. I should have. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I I, I fucked up. Yep, fucked I up. I messed up. So what can I do to fix this? Nothing. And of course, it says season two. Hey. So now Loki has to get back to Sylvie. Has to find that uh -oh. world because he's on that. a completely different world. And now we're getting now uh, Blade can join the MCU because mm -hmm. you listen mm -hmm. to Mobius. He's like, we killed vampires. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, the Fantastic Four can enter in. Mutants can enter in. Yeah. All these different factions are coming mm -hmm. to the MCU because Sylvie fucked up. And here's Doctor yeah. Strange, the multiverse of madness. Like, hey, the memes, man, bro. <laughs> Doctor Strange gonna be like. Hey, he the memes have been killing me. I love. Oh yeah, Black Doctor Strange coming through there like God I damn. love Black God. Twitter. There is no <laughs> stopping, bro. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange sitting there like, yes, yes, and we I'm know Wong ain't two over. <laughs> two. That's it. That's it. And it may not even been two days. Shit. Uh, you know, you know, you see the Incredibles. You see the beginning of Incredibles. Mr. Incredible was like, I just cleaned up this mess. I've been gone for 15 minutes. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's that's, that's the thing. I hope they give us a scene like that because Loki yeah, and Wanda have and, really know, fucked up. Yeah. And I'm and I'm gonna say this, and you know, I didn't believe the rumors mm -hmm. that Jamie Foxx and Alfred Merlina were going to be in the new Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. I was like, really? Y'all gonna do a multiverse for Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, sorry, that's my, my wife says that all the time. My wife goes, nigga, y'all. Or she goes, big, y'all. 
But I was like, y'all, they're not going to do that. I'm like, they're they not going to do that at all. They, no, they're not going to do that. But yeah. now that they did the whole multi with Sylvie, I'm like, yeah, man. They might do it. Hey, it, it might. I'm, I'm waiting like, for. You know, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Honestly, I'm 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 excited for it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the new end credit scene, you gotta watch it. I'm sorry, what? What are uh, you saying? The they, scene of WandaVision? they changed it from her in that cabin. Yeah, there's a there's a new end credit scene of WandaVision where you know how Doctor Strange. But it's not really a spoiler. But in the movie Doctor Strange, you know how he uh, was sitting there and he would go to sleep or whatever, mm-hmm. and he would read a book. Yeah. Well, his astral projection would read books. Mm-hmm. Wanda was doing the same thing, the and it was the on. book she got from Agatha. Oh no! I that no yeah in that cabin when she was sitting on the porch drinking yeah. that coffee. Okay, no, I'm yeah. like, hold up, nigga, you didn't stress me out. No, okay, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, shit. they are. Uh, they were like, oh, that's a new. They, they, they did the new. They did the new cutscene. I was like, what? So yeah, I was like, oh. So here, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange got to look after Spider Man. Make sure hey. Wanda don't fuck no shit up. And hey. then on top of that, he got to fix the damn multiverse. And fucking Kang is gonna whoop his ass too, I, bro. I'm so. Yo, I don't even know. And you know what? Through Kang would be the best way to bring in the Fantastic Four. Because I mean, Kang hello. originally was a Fantastic Four villain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I honestly, I'm honestly with that. I'm like, oh, bring him in mm-hmm. that uh bring in the Fantastic Four that way. Perfect now, way, beautiful way to bring him in. What are your thoughts on Kang and the Reed Richards connection? And now seeing Jonathan, the possibility that Reed could be casted as black. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, so I was speaking with uh, my wife on it, and I'm kind of making her a little bit of a nerd and things okay, like this. Okay, good. The nerd agenda. Uh, good, yeah. good, good. Uh, I, found it, I, I, was, I was looking up artwork of, because uh, I've been reading a lot of Barbarian. I've I, I read all of the Conan, the Barbarian books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been reading Red Sonja, and I'm mm-hmm. starting on um, the Conan, the Barbarian comic books. I've, I got his um, Omnibus. Okay. I bought the compendiums and Omnibus of Conan, the Barbarian, and I love them. And I'm slowly digesting my way through them. Okay. And they're looking to cast the girl who played Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp mm-hmm. as Red Sonia. Oh, interesting. And somebody okay. on uh, Reddit was like, oh, they're going to cast a black girl as Red Sonia? Don't call her Red Sonia. Call her Brown Tanisha. Why would you? Okay. Continue. And I was like, <sighs> yeah, there we go. The plight of the blur. First and foremost, I get it. She has red hair. I mean, black people, you can look this up, in the world are born with red hair. Mm, Okay. Black people in the world are born with blue eyes and blonde hair in certain parts of the world. And I was like, it shouldn't matter. Who plays this character? Mm-hmm. Because in the world of Conan, it's not specified if she's white or not. Mm-hmm. Race is not. She's from like she's from like high car or uh, high carnia, mm-hmm. uh, or like Hyperion, or is her is where she's from is, and that's a fake ass country. Say that. That's like saying, Say that's like that. saying Goku is Japanese. 
He's from fucking planet Vegeta. Hey, look. What? I'm Latveria. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what yeah come on, I just, man. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. And then, and then my thing is, like, if you look at Conan, if you read how his description is, he's described as tan skin. Okay. So bronze skin, black hair. Sound like a black man. Blue eyes. <laughs> What white man you know, bronze skin, naturally bronze skin, <laughs> black haired and blue eyed, but yet and still fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger played him. Hey. Hey. Answer that question, buddy. You know how Hollywood is. You you know how these folks is. But Hollywood, and then this this dude on YouTube, I had to stop following him. Oh Lord. Because <laughs> he was talking about how in the new Masters of the Universe show mm -hmm. they were um changing making people black. They were like they made King Gray stole a black guy with dreads. And he was like, instead of making white characters black, just make new black characters. And I'm like, no. <laughs> make them black. Cause you know why? <laughs> why? One, it pisses off white folk. Two it's a new costume that kids can wear for Halloween and nerds can, can cosplay at conventions. Mm -hmm. And then three, you're recognizing the bullshit that you did to us in the comic book industry by mm -hmm. not giving enough people of color. See, that's, you're realizing your sins and you're trying to atone for it. So I personally yeah. myself am cool with it. Go mm -hmm. ahead. Like See, the new the new Batman loses Fox's son is the new Batman. And he's mm -hmm. like, I don't give a fuck. Good. That <laughs> is like, <laughs> shit. Yes. See, when Barack yeah. Obama was president, they made Superman black. I said yes. Oh man, do it. That, I'm glad. That is something else. I know an issue, and you I know they wanna... make Reed Richards black. Yeah, I would like that. You know why I want Reed Richards to be black? Why? Because, and this is why I boycotted the Big Bang Theory. Oh, what? No black people in that show. Okay, I'm about to say what this got to do. Okay, go ahead. It's a Go show ahead. full of geniuses, but mm -hmm. want no black people in the show. At all. They had a cast of all white people and one Indian dude, but not one black guy was a genius in the show. Yeah. You make Reed Richards black, Reed Richards is what? Considered one of He's the smart. smartest yeah. people in the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. Only person smarter than him, I believe, is uh, Moon Girl with Ray yep. Donaldson. Lunella, Lunella Lafayette. Yep, she is. Yeah, I believe she's a smart. She's smarter she's than him. Smart she's, the smartest, she's the smartest person in all of Marvel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You make Reed Richards black, and you let kids watch the Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. All little black boys will be like, "Wow, I can be a scientist." Mm -hmm. And she got Lunella. Her show too It's coming on Disney Plus soon. So hey, exactly. There you go. And mm -hmm. black girls with and like with Doctor McStuffins. Mm -hmm. Black girls will see, wow, it's cool to be smart. Because mm -hmm. what what do you get from white superheroes? Tony Stark, I'm a genius. I'm a billionaire. <laughs> Spider-Man, I'm a genius. Professor X, I'm a genius. This nigga. <laughs> you know, Batman, yeah. I'm a genius. All Which... these superheroes are white and geniuses. Mm-hmm. But then you got superheroes, not shitting on him because he's in my top five favorite superheroes. Yeah. Luke Cage, he's a street level. But he's he he led the Avengers before. Like what you, but he's the Avengers before. He did. You're right. He led the Avengers before. But, but he's not saying, considered genius level. That's what I was about to say. Not, yeah, he's not he doesn't get he's those street type smart. Mm -hmm. He's street he's street smart, and that tells kids hey, you can be street smart. No. Mm -hmm. 
No. Which honestly, Batman should just be street smart because nigga, your your parents died early and you got money. Like you don't. My listen, but, listen. I don't care what anybody says. Batman superpower is white privilege. That's a, that's clearly it from the movies to the comics. <laughs> Fuck Batman. Your <laughs> powers are white privilege. Your parents <laughs> died, left you billions of dollars in a trust fund, and what did you go and do? Instead of oh, I don't know, buying a tax force to clean up the streets of Gotham. You spent millions of dollars to go around the world, get all these degrees, learn all these different martial arts, and you ain't helping the damn crime in Gotham at all. And then you're taking in these wards and being a damn weirdo with them. Like, yeah, you got to up for this shit, green too. song out here doing split kicks. <laughs> listen, yeah, yeah, he's terrible. Listen, he's uh, that's suspect. Yeah, he you're is. Right. I'm just saying. That's the thing that I find so funny. Like, in with that Batman comment in mind, and then everything you said about Thor, the I love this idea that as a comic creative team now today, you have to address some of the ills from the past. So you some do. stuff can be written off as like it was a sign of the time, but it's so funny having people try to make these situations where certain things make sense, like, oh, okay, so that's why they did such and such. But it still doesn't change the 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 foundation of this character that he didn't did this fucked up shit. Like Batman been beating up Thank these you. mentally um mentally handicapped or uh you know different people with different I'm mental I'm not gonna disorders. say they're mentally handicapped, well, but you picking up these damn orphans well, off you, the street. All the people you send them to Arkham, all of now, maybe not everybody, but a good Oh no 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 the people, people he sent to Arkham, they listen, the killer croc. He got dermatology problems, okay? Send him to a dermatologist, oh, you can get him fixed. Get, get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, man. you can sit here. The penguin, you know, get him on a treadmill, he can lose that weight. Mm. But my, you know, but my whole thing is just Batman, in my opinion, is the worst superhero, and I know everybody's like, oh, but Batman this and Batman that. Uh, Dude, you literally lock these people away, dang. and they get out two days later. Because you know you want to whoop their ass again. What's the end game? Because you have problems. Yeah, yeah, you got to face also, your problems. I mean, <laughs> Superman has the damn Phantom Zone. He has a whole nother dimension to put his villains in. Mm. All Superman has to do is put all his villains in the Phantom Zone and then crush the damn Phantom Zone gun. They cannot get out. <laughs> he don't have to worry about them ever fucking again. Mm. But Batman, on the other hand, you put him in a you don't even put him in jail. You put him in an insane asylum. Which is you know so the security weird. in the insane asylum? Lax is not like a prison. <laughs> it ain't prison security. Listen, I used to be a corrections officer. We were on deck in the prisons. Mm. In the mental in the mental mental institution? Mm-hmm. Eh, shit. Get out of here. <laughs> shit. Get out of here. Yeah, that's Bruce's that problem. Batman knew what the fuck he was doing. Mm-hmm. And then that whole that whole code of I won't kill. Wolverine kills. He ain't got to worry about his fucking people. Say <laughs> that guy that much. Only thing Wolverine worried about is Sabretooth because his ass keep coming back. Everybody hey. else, Wolverine will fuck up. <laughs> nah, you're right. You're right. Man, fuck back, and then man. also, I hated how the Avengers, uh, not just a quick side note, mm-hmm. uh, another reason I love Thor, <laughs> had me weak. They were like, we don't want Wolverine on the Avengers because he kills people. And Thor was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Black Widow, <laughs> you can't talk shit. You At kill all. people. Hawkeye, you can't talk shit. You used to kill people. Mm-hmm. Captain America, you can't talk shit because you was a soldier. 
Mm-hmm. And Thor's like, I damn sure can't talk shit because I kill trolls and giants all the fucking time. Hey. When I leave Earth, what the fuck you think I go and do? I kill dragons, hey. I slay, I, yes. Yeah. And Hulk, so, I know your ass ain't talking. Bro. Bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. He the last one. He better yeah. that shit. Bruce better sit your ass in the man. corner. That's why it's fuck Avengers, man, all day long. When it came down to Avengers versus X-Men, I don't care about the power set, who would win or whatever, but there's that run, I can't remember who wrote it, but that run of X-Men where Cyclops and White Queen and Magneto were like refugees, and um, it, I can't remember if it was Emma, I think it was Emma who said to Captain America, motherfucker, where was you at when our babies, our kids was being murdered? Y'all ain't nowhere around when these mutants get their powers and then niggas run them out of town and put them on pitchforks. But now that we're doing some shit that calls national attention, it's fuck y'all. I was, ooh, I've never stand a white woman as much as I did in that moment. I said, that's, that's fucking right, Emma. Emma Frost, at that, Emma Frost at that point became the black grandma at the cookout. Hey, and they she had that little black Yes, yes, definitely straight out of a Tyler Perry movie. But she was, she was, she was like, to ass. Was like uh-uh, "Where the fuck was you at?" When my, <laughs> no, goddamn, yeah. uh, my goddamn nephew was getting his ass kicked. Hey, I love it. I l- <laughs> right, and that's the, bro, Look, so <laughs> and you know what? And that's and that's my whole thing. I get it. Why is Jack Kirby and Stan Lee came out with the mutants and everything in the X Men? When they kind of came out with it to fight against Doom Patrol and other things that DC was doing. Absolutely. But my whole thing was. How are you gonna hate on mutants, but you're okay with the Avengers? Come on, because you don't know how these niggas got their powers. You don't fucking know. Spider-Man like, be a thing. mutant. Here's my, check this shit out. When Thor comes, when Thor came out, wouldn't that technically shake everybody's religious stand? And they do, they do talk about that later on in the comics. This, yeah. um, this guy who's like a priest and he's dying, and he's like. So should I still believe in my God or should I believe mm-hmm. in you? Mm-hmm. And Thor's like, I can't give you that answer. Right. That's you, nigga. That's your own walk. Okay. He's like, you. that's the truth that you have to walk. You have mm-hmm. to believe in that. Because yeah. he was like, do you hear people praying? He's like, I hear all prayers. Thor mm-hmm. literally can hear people praying across the solar and see, system. And across I didn't the know that. I didn't know that about Thor. That would be a very... See, okay, hold up. Shit he, like going that, back to Jason Aaron, he shows he it. He, go, he comes down oh. to this planet because they're praying. Because their god, because uh, Gore started, Gore killed their gods, and they're pr- they're praying for crops. So Thor flies down to their planet and makes it rain, and their crops See, start coming up. This is what I'm and talking Thor's about. Like, and Thor's like, little one, he bends down to him. He's like, little one, I heard your prayers. He's like, but where are your gods? And the little one's like, our gods are nowhere to be found. And he was like, mm-hmm. so he and she so she points to like their ver- their gods Asgard, and he's like, mm-hmm. our gods are up there. And Thor's like, hold the fuck on. Let me go. Let me go whip these guys' asses. Your people down here praying for you. He bust yeah. up in the motherfucker. He's like, hey, yeah. hey, hey. All the gods are dead. He's like, oh shit, who's killing gods? Mm-hmm. See, that's that right there is enough to make me want to pick that. Like that, that everything you yeah. just said is a mm-hmm. good enough pitch for me. Like, yeah, I, honestly, uh, pick up. It's it's twenty five issues. Mm-hmm. Thor, the God Butcher. God butcher. Or it's called, or yeah, it's uh, Thor, the God of Thunder, and Gore, the God Butcher. Run, read it. It's so good. It's some of the best character development of Thor since Simonson. Mm, mm, it okay. really is. And if you See. don't know who Walt Simonson is, Walt Simonson is famous for um, creating Beta Ray Bill. One of the best man. That motherfucker so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but um. But yeah, and that and you know Thor was like, and Thor Thor told the priest, he's like, oh yeah, I you know I hear everybody's prayers, 
Mm-hmm. But you See? know, he's like, but he's like, you know, if somebody believes in like the Hindu gods or somebody mm-hmm. believes in Buddha, he's like, I allow those gods to go to them. But he's like, I could go to them and help them out. See, but, you know. See, that's so you telling me, then I would assume through what you just said, all mm-hmm. guys can hear all prayers. But of course, you want to go to your people and let other folks, you know, do the shit with their people. And, that, and that's how and, and that's how honestly, that's how Thor starts. Thor only mm-hmm. hangs out with the Vikings mm-hmm. when he's a younger guy. When he's young, he hangs out with the Vikings because they pray to the Norse gods. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, and even in um, the first Thor movie. When Loki's like, whoa, 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 you going to Jotunheim or the land of the giants, it's not like just going down to Midgard. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Raining down a little bit of lightning and creating thunder and shit for the for the mortals. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about doing that like around Scandinavia and Norway because mm-hmm. that's where they were prayed to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Thor is like partying up with the Nord with the Nordic guys, like, hey, yeah, let's drink, let's party. Woo, mm-hmm. you guys praise me. Hey, hey, I'm gonna help you out. You know, let's go, let's charge in the battle, let's do this, let's do yeah. that. And, you know, and even in the older comics, I want to say around maybe the 80s or the 90s. No, mm. it's the 80s because the 90s, Thor had the long ass mullet and had the chains on. Who did? Listen, <laughs> if you read comics from the 90s, you was a tough cat. I'm going to tell you these right bro. now. Superman I'm going to tell you right now because them motherfuckers had the weirdest outfit on. I think that's when, when Invisible Woman had the four boob window. Probably that sounds ninety. So yes, yeah, just yeah, yeah, say, yeah. You know, yeah, you know. <laughs> but um, but uh, the Norse were the Norse were going out. The Vikings, they were conquering other lands. They're like, we're doing this in the name of Thor, and Thor came down like, whoa, no, yeah. you're not. You doing that for you? That has yeah. nothing to do with me. And he had to correct them. And I think he killed some of them too. God, he was man. like, no, you will not do these barbaric things in my name. Mm-hmm. That's not who I am. And okay. I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. But um, I just, I, I never, I, I understood why they created the mutants. They created the mutants as a way of, for people of color and black people to read their comics. Because they're like, mm-hmm. hey, they're being treated like you. Read yeah. the comics. But all your mutants are fucking white. white I don't, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't yeah. get down with Beast. I mean, yeah, I got a big foot. Just like, I got big feet like you do. <laughs> but I mean, the motherfucker hangs from a, from a goddamn tree. So you want me to get down with this monkey motherfucker? No, no. no. You said this monkey. <laughs> yeah, this, this, no. Oh, this yeah. angel. Oh, this. Get oh, down with niggas who y'all win. Who, in my opinion, angel is the worst of the of all the he's X-Men. Boring. Your power is to fly. It's see, he's so, like, the fact that he is wealthy, they could have used that to their advantage and let yeah. him be this, like, angelic figure. But, like, as far as combat, you had to be turned by um, Apocalypse to have some character development. Like, you're All more... Is, is when, it com- when it comes to Angel, uh, a strong gust of wind will take Get him the out. the fu- Storm... <laughs> If Storm partner sleeps, it's over. And gone. He just either gonna fly the fuck away. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's. And uh, I love the um the allegory they had for Professor X and Magneto. If you don't know, I know you know. Man, but the allegory yeah. that you know Professor X is Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. and Magneto is Malcolm X. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I like that allegory because you know Malcolm X was like fight by any means necessary. Magneto was mm. like, Charles, either we enslave the humans or we get the fuck away from them. And Professor Dang. X is like, no, 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 kumbaya. <laughs> Let's be friends. Yeah. And that's what Martin Luther King was, was trying to preach. And, you know, my whole thing is the treatment of mutants. Yeah. 
never made sense to me in the Marvel comic books. I don't, they should and be I, on I, their I own was planet. with my wife uh, yesterday. We were driving. I was like, I don't understand racism. I just don't understand how you can be racist. Mm-hmm. I just the concept doesn't make sense to me. You hating somebody because of the way they look. Yeah. Like and hate. then I remember in the I remember and in the X Men comic books and I remember in the in the X Men TV show, Nightcrawler said to Wolverine. No, he said it's a rogue, I believe. He's either Wolverine or Rogue. He said, people hate, but they don't understand. Mm. And I understand, and Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler and Beast had it worse out of all the X-Men. Because everybody else could hide themselves. You can yep. hide being a mutant. But Nightcrawler's like, I look, I walk around looking like a fucking demon. Mm-hmm. You don't understand my pain. I look like a demon. So they're gonna hate me even more. Because yeah. I look like what everybody fears, the devil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then also I'm a mutant at the same time. So I'm yeah. double hated. I mean, he and I was like, yeah, that, I said that, the T on that one. Right Intersectionality, boy. Yeah. And that's... then also, no, Nightcrawler's dad is a is a demon. A literal demon. literal demon. You know what? I'm a fan of hers, but fuck her. She is a terrible mother. She is a terrible oh, yeah. mother. Dropping babies off and off of the side of cliffs and shit. But picking who you want, like you got you raised Anna Marie Rogue, but you don't raise this little nigga, but yeah, let alone. She's she's you, there. you know what would have been really cool if Nightcrawler had took on her powers too, like he could shape hey. shift. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd have been fucking cool. Yeah. He'd have been double. He would have been that motherfucker would have been the shit. Yeah. But I digress. Um, but yeah, so do you want to go ahead and get into what's gonna come get on, your chance for this? Just hey, look, y'all. Shay got some stuff to get off his chest, and I'm 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 here. <laughs> I want I want to hear uh, every single bit of it. Okay, so what's your, so, what's your what's your thing? Your controversial opinion. Uh, so my controversial speech, and you know, I think I, I like I like having this conversation with you. I think we should do this more often because I like I like speaking on with a nerd and things like this, a blurred, if you will. Um, my controversy, and you know, honestly, it was my wife who brought it up to me. Mm-hmm. She was like, "We can't consider all black superheroes black superheroes." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're right." And she was like, "You get what I'm saying?" I was like, "And I and I and we were just." bouncing off of each other. She was like, this is going to, everybody's going to be like, oh my gosh, Storm, Black Panther, and Miles Morales are not black superheroes. Now, explain that to the folks because I know some folks <laughs> are clicking on their go, devices. Before y'all sit there and go, oh my gosh, and I know some of y'all going to be like, oh, this is just semantics. Mm. If you say this is just semantics, fuck off. Oh, <laughs> Because at that, when you have that mindset, that's basically saying, oh, be thankful for what we give you. Mm-hmm. Black Panther is a African superhero. Mm-hmm. Storm is a African superhero. Miles Morales is a Afro-Latino superhero. Now, with, with that, now with Storm, does it matter that She's from New York, though she was raised. Uh, was she born in Egypt? Raised it some kind of way. I think her mom was from New no, York. She, no, that, she's African. She is yeah. African. Okay. When so she sick. debuted in Uncanny X Men, mm-hmm. Professor X took his uh, his handicap ass out the motherfucking Africa yes. to get her. Mm, okay. And then also, I didn't like the fact that uh, they drew her butt ass naked. 
If you if you go back and look at with black characters, yeah, from back then, that that was the the fetishization of black bodies, yeah. Yeah, I was like, if you if you go back and read Giant Size X Men, where they introduced Storm, her hair literally is covering up her titties. I was like, really, y'all had to do that with her? Out of all people, yeah. If you if you don't understand why they did it, because you understand, look up Sarah Bartman. Mm, Come on, fetishizing of black women. Mm. The fetish the fetishization of black women, but you have to. We can't categorize all these black, all these melanin efficient superheroes mm-hmm. as black superheroes. Okay. If you weren't born in America, you're not a black superhero. You're not African American. If you're not mm-hmm. pan African, you cannot be considered in the topic. Mm, okay. And that's how I feel. And I know people are going to say it's semantics. And I know some people are just like, oh, my God, she's just pulling straws. Or, oh, he's just digging too deep. But think about it. Black Panther isn't American. But no, everybody's no. like, oh, Black Panther's a black superhero. No, he looks black. And you consider him black. Mm-hmm. But he's not. <clears throat> no, he's Wakandan. He's African. Because, thank mm-hmm. you. Because Black Panther would tell you in a heartbeat, who knew? <laughs> I am I am a king of Wakanda first and a Avenger motherfucking second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that. Storm will tell you in a heartbeat. Storm will tell you in a heartbeat. I am the goddess of Kenya and uh, X Men second. Mm. Trust and believe. Mm-hmm. Spider Man. Miles Morales will tell you in a motherfucking second. Whoa, my dad is black, but my mom is Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. As he so should. what's that tell you? But then also looking at black, looking at black superheroes that we do have. Marvel, DC, Image, all comic books have to do better. And you know what? I can't. I don't want to be that guy who's like, you have to do better, and I don't do anything about it because I'm okay. looking, I'm taking classes, I'm talking to comic book artists and writers mm-hmm. about how to pr- properly write. I want to write black people in my books that mm-hmm. don't have to go through the bullshit that Black Lightning went through. Or Static huh. Shock went through, huh, or Luke Cage on. went through, and I'm going to so, tell you, and I'm going to speak on that. Luke Cage, aka Carl Lucas, was wrongfully convicted. Come on, went to jail, got experimented on, come on, broke out of jail, became a fugitive of the law, and if it wasn't for a white man, Daredevil, getting him free, so the law wouldn't come after him, white he'd savior. go back in jail. His white savior. Mm-hmm. His white white messiah, right? Yeah. The trope we always see, see in the movies. But see, this okay. And then look at Luke Cage. Mm. Created by book. created by who? Two white guys. Wasn't created by no black people in Marvel. Created but by see, two white guys. What I want to okay, what am I trying to say? What I this is something that I champion all the time. It's not just having characters of color on screen and on mm-hmm. panel. It's having the creative team reflect the uh, race. Yes. Uh, disability, yes. sexuality of the people yes. on screen and on panel. I, because like you said, I can live agree. with a white man creating Luke Cage. That's perfectly fine because I understand at a time, comics were not inclusive. And yep. so this goes back to that comment, having to address the ills of the past with your current run. But my thing is, Luke Cage, all the shit that he had been through, if we hand a Luke Cage book over to a black man and a creative team with black people in it that will give us yeah. more than the same old. You know what? He's been to jail. 
Read the Sanford Green run. Oh, yeah, I did. I loved it. I did. I did. Okay, so you read. And I I believe, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm going to prophesy it. I'm going to say it out loud. Lord, let it happen. Come on. Nazi Coates. Mm-hmm. Needs to write a Luke Cage comic book. That would be ideal. That would be he's, ideal. He's currently he's current he's about to end his run in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But he needs to write for Luke Cage. But and, and that's just that's just my thing. Like, you know, the late great Dwayne McDuffie, love mm-hmm. you. You Come did on. great. You did great for your run with Milestone Comics. But Static Shock had to be a kid in the ghetto who went to a gangbang accident to get his powers. And I get it. He emulated Static Shock off, off of being Peter Parker. Mm. You know, he's a nice, he's a nice, quiet nerd, and this and this and that. But yet, and still, he still got caught around gangbangers to get his powers. I mean, Riri Williams' dad was murdered in a drive-by, which was like, yep. what the fuck is this shit? But, yep. You know, and then also, oh you. my gosh, thank you. Let's take Icon off the list. We have to take Icon off the list. Because Icon is not black. <laughs> what is he it? The audience, what like he is. What he is. just chose to be. He just chose. He's like, oh, I want to look like a nigga. And he just kept it. <laughs> like, 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 yeah. Yeah, he just, he he's just an kept alien. up with that. Yeah. But he's an alien from another planet who's blue, by the way. Mm-hmm. And landed in, um, landed in uh, a slave plantation and yep. took the form of a black baby. Which was even that was kind of weird because I mean I get this comic so you got to suspend belief but a black woman slave found him and then he just I was like but have you I, and I could be wrong had you even seen a baby at that point alien like to turn it to, but whatever that's yeah that's, you know you just find his baby in the in the grass and you're just like Moses yeah, that, right that, that, <laughs> but, yeah, the, yeah. was a Moses situation mm. and I mean that's just and that and then you know and then cyborg. Mm-hmm. You had to get a prolific, and you know what? That's even that's even a little that's even a little racist too. He's a prolific football star, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what happens with our black youth? The only all they see how to get out of the hood: basketball, football, rap. You know what I'm saying? Mosaic, the same thing with mosaic. And then what? And then what? Exactly. And then what happens with Victor Stone? He got football mutilated. player gets blown the hell up and gets a robot body. Mm-hmm. And see, th- let me stop you there. Even with that, my issue, I love the cyborg character because the same reason I love Misty Knight, because you have black characters who are, are handicapped. And so that yes. I think needs to be reflected. However, that everything you just said is just like, it's like a paint by numbers for like which stereotype mm-hmm. <laughs> can we put onto this character. And then so yes. I'm fine with the cyborg. Oh my gosh at the end because I know there are people who are amputees, black men, blah, whatever. But it's mm-hmm. the yeah, I'm with you. Like, does everything have to I don't I don't know. Go does everything have to just it be like just one note for us. Mm. And then like love John Stewart as someone who served. Mm-hmm. Love John Stewart. Love me some John Stewart. Mm-hmm. And I fucks with the Green Lanterns. Okay, okay. The only way to be a part, not even just the Green Lantern, the Lantern Corps itself. Only mm. to be a part of the Lantern Corps, you have to be chosen. Okay. He was chosen mm-hmm. for that. And I love the fact that Kilowog even said this to um, Hal Jordan and mm-hmm. all the other Green Lanterns. Nobody will be able to beat Jon Stewart. Mm. When he makes a construct, it's the strongest construct of mm. all the Lanterns. Mm. 
because it's that resolve mm. that he was taught not only as a black man being raised, but him being a Marine as well. Mm, okay. And I fucks with that heavy. And see, that's what it heavy. That's why I say these creative teams are important because everything you're saying, it's like I know it, but I don't know it. So and you coming mm -hmm. from a particular background of serving, I never have. So for me, it would have yeah. been just like, okay, he's interesting. I like him, good personality, written well. But for you, and that's why I say it's so important to have these creative teams reflect the motherfuckers on panel yeah. and on screen because that's something I would not have in trust the, and believe the taken from him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Going through that, going through basic training, they teach you that resolve. They teach you you have to be not only just hard of body, but of mind and spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they really, even though John Stewart, I'm pretty sure it was created by white, white people because he was created around black exploitation era, just like Luke Cage was. And they were like, oh, we need know. to get more black readers into comic books and this and this and that kind of like with black lightning and Goliath and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But they were like, Oh, going off of like soldiers, they know soldiers are hard. They know soldiers are tough. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is too white. Man. So, and and I and I completely go off of that, and I completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I and I fall back on it. And you know what's funny? Going off just a, just a quick side note. Going off of let's atone for the sins of the past. Can we talk about how shitty Luke Cage's original outfit was? That was very much like the damn pirate boots. And I love how they explained it in the comic books. Yeah. He was like, everybody, all these other superheroes have co uh, costumes. Mm -hmm. He's like, if I want people to hire me as a superhero, mm. I need a superhero outfit. Work twice as hard to get half of what they got. Exactly. Oh. And then as the comic books go on, you know, Spider-Man makes jokes at him. Where's your tiara? Where's your bracelets? Ah, man. And then Luke Cage is like, I know I fucked up. Yeah, this ain't it. We're going to keep bringing this up. If <laughs> this, this kid is lighting your ass up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and just with, and just comic books do a lot of propaganda towards us and just towards the world and things like that. Like um, making Luke Cage, you know, Luke Cage was a womanizer in the comics. Mm -hmm. You read the comics, he was a womanizer. He slept, he slept with Jessica, uh, not Jessica, well, he, of course, he slept with Jessica. I don't have a kid, Daniel Marvel. Cage. Mm -hmm. But um, he slept with She-Hulk. Yep, Captain uh, Slept with Misty Knight, and he's just been around the block. And but Marvel really used Luke Cage as a propaganda tool for interracial marriage, interracial coupling. Mm. Yeah, why you By said having that? him marry Jessica Jones, mm. I have no issue with that. I mm -hmm. thought it was pretty cool. I fucks with it, as well as uh, Marvel. You know, I, I like the inclusion that comic that they're doing for comic books, like they're creating new characters, like. Like they did with Hulkling and Wiccan, making mm -hmm. them uh, get married. As the, uh, I believe they're the first gay couple in Marvel. Well, no. Well, yes and no. Because um, what's the nigga name? Uh, the Asian twin, French twin, the mutant. Um, not Sunspot. What the fuck is it? He married a black dude. This was like years ago. Oh, so, okay. Okay. So he's not, they're not the first, but I think as far as time is concerned, quote unquote time. Mm -hmm. Because time passes differently in comics, and because you get waves of new readers, I would yeah. consider them the first for like this younger generation who's not going okay. back and reading. So I, I, I think you're you're right in that regard, yeah. And I and I do like that, but I going off of that, they need to watch the stereotypes that go into the characters you create. Mm, okay, speak especially, on that, especially especially for black superheroes. 
and people of color. Like, I never... I love Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. I love Miles Morales, uh, the mm. Spider-Man video game. I bought a, I, I was fortunate enough to get a PS5 mm. and got the game. <laughs> Rubbing it uh, in. <laughs> you know, I love Spider-Man as a character. Mm. What I don't fucking like is you put this nigga Come on. in damn sneakers and then even in the comic books, his original training suit mm-hmm. was Tim's. The nigga wore Tim's. So wait, hold up, wait. Okay. Hold and I'm up. like, yo, I'm what like, how stereotypical are we? <laughs> and then Miles Morales wasn't even what? created by black people. He's created by no, Michael uh, uh, Michael uh, Bendis. Yeah. Brian Michael Brian Michael Bendis, sorry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you put him in Tim's. So yeah. you know the stereotypes of black people. You don't like, you don't like it. Still. But for me, okay, no, like, for me, that's I'm I'm not from New York. I was like, okay, that's New York. Dude. And I don't care about New York style and shit like that. <laughs> he said, Fuck when that. Peter Parker came out and he had on his outfit, that nigga didn't have no damn Tim's on. Oh no, man. Listen, if you Spider Man and you out here practicing swinging around the damn city and shit like that, you're not gonna wear no Tim's. See, you ain't funny, huh? You like fuck that. No, man. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm gonna say this. Put some Tim's on and try to crawl a wall. Go ahead, I'll wait. No, I've you gonna I've, hold yourself up with your fingers. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not the uh You see what I'm saying? I was like, no, 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 no. Oh no, man, no, I don't no. know. I don't know. Oh, but I'm I'm okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave that alone. You see, but you I, see what I, I'm I saying? What you're saying it's, though. It's just it's just the stereotypes that fall on us in comic books and media. And I even told you this when we first uh when we first met. Mm. I can't stand the movie Hancock. Yeah, <laughs> tell them why. I'm gonna I'm tell y'all why, and hopefully I'm a, you know I'm gonna give y'all ten seconds to figure out why I don't like the movie Hancock. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Injection. I don't like Hancock because he is the world's strongest man. What is his weakness? A white woman. And he's black, huh? Yeah, he's he's black. He and then black. who gets Hancock to get better ratings with the people in the world? Another white man. The husband of the white, white woman. That's uh, his weakness. The, the husband of the white man. So <laughs> now, you got see, a white messiah. <laughs> and his weakness is a white woman. And so... That's like I'm, every football movie where you got the black kid who's from the hood and this white coach comes in as a white messiah and saves him. All American hell. That uh TV the TV show. Yeah, Thank I'm, you. um so my my thing is and this has been my issue for a while um is that people think when you have an issue with an interracial relationship where one of the partners is black and the other is white that now it's like oh you know you hate white people this and that and I could care less about your opinions on that. But the the issue comes in where when most of the characters that you see are white characters, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, all that. And then you have your black characters. you got your Luke Cage and Misty Knight and whoever else. And then when it comes down to pairing them romantically, it's never with another black character. And this is gay straight otherwise, because I, I put out this call every fucking year when it pops up on Facebook. I said, can anyone tell me in any of the big three comics where there's been two niggas that were gay and that were black and that were in a relationship? Can you do that um, for uh, Lucas with with Jessica now? And and I do not doubt 
because you can't. It's just it's unfactual that there are people like that out there. There are biracial people that exist. There are people with a black parent and a white parent. But if every single time you get a superhero, a main character or somebody and they're black and they have to be paired with someone of another race, for me, that is infuriating. Me being frustrated doesn't mean I hate people in interracial relationships. My frustration comes from them, interracial relationships, white relationships, and the, the latter or whatever, having that recognition just by virtue of people existing on the page. But whenever Luke Cage or whenever fucking Prodigy or whenever fucking, I don't know, God damn it, uh, Misty Knight or any, any black character has mm -hmm. a love interest, it's like, why is it now they're paired with this white person and that's the be all end all? It's not, it can't be everything. You know what? I, and I'm and I'm gonna say this. So, so let me so let me get what you say off your statement. Why are you saying why are there no black and black couples? Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Oh my gosh. Woo! Oh my god. Oh man, we gonna, woo, this is gonna be a long ass conversation. I hope oh, y'all like man. it. All right, so. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And Marvel is the biggest fuck up of this. Mm -hmm. I know I did say we're not going to consider them as a black as black superheroes. Why the fuck did you break up Storm and Black Panther? Mm, were oh. they not together for the longest time? They were married. Yeah, they if were. I'm not correct. She was Queen of Wakanda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Blue Marvel, Adam mm -hmm. Brashear. Technically, he's as smart as Reed Richards. Mm -hmm. He has his, he grabs, he gets power from at least antimatter. Okay. He was so strong, he caught a meteor that was the size of Utah. God damn. Didn't even struggle against it. Mm. Just held it up, caught it. Was like, oh, got it. Good. He covered himself up. He was a superhero around the 60s in the comics, not 60s mm -hmm. in our time, 60s in the comics of that yeah. world of the Marvel, Marvel mm -hmm. 616. And he got to a fight with his villain and his costume got ripped and his identity got revealed that he was a black man. The U.S. government went to him and was like, you can't be a superhero anymore. And he was like, why? I'm helping people. They're like, the world is afraid of you because you're a, yeah. you're a powerful black man and we can't stop you. So, so you, have, you have to hang up the cape. And that's why there's no same there's no same race couples that's beyond white or they're interracial couples like i've seen it where they've made catwoman black in certain batman issue and she gets with bruce wayne or an animated show or animated movies or animated shows and, then, or, and i do want to focus this is the big two now we're focusing on the big two big three not indie because of course indie comics like yeah indie comics, are, indie comics are completely different so we're not even saying like there's none and i'm sure even in marvel and dc somewhere along the line there may have been but if you're thinking about prominent couples that you've seen that you can remember yeah, yeah. In, the, in these comics like you know because i think uh -huh. i think and i may be wrong but savage dragon is a black man as well i Think okay, okay. I'm so not... I'm glad you okay. So I'm glad you brought up Savage Dragon. Read mm -hmm. Savage Dragon if you haven't. Uh, Jamal is amazing. Savage Dragon, his mom is black, mm. but his dad uh, is Savage Dragon, and okay. so Jamal is interracial himself, and okay. he's with he's with a Korean girl. I believe she's Korean, and their kids are mixed as well. 
how do they present them on panel though? Like, do they look on the on the black, panel? They, they, have, they have black people lips. They have black people lips. <laughs> they got nigga lips. They got so negro nipples. They ain't on any Asians don't have full lips. No, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, I look. I've seen enough BTS uh, music videos. God, I, <laughs> yeah. I want to know how BTS be uh, be splitting them paychecks. That's what I want to know. Tell I, me that. Uh, I, you know, there's a, a quick side note. I think there's like a very toxic entertainment culture with these younger. Because I, I want to say I saw like a YouTube documentary about the the girl version. The what Blackpink, but whatever, whatever. This is not that. I don't. I'm not well versed enough. But I feel I was like, this don't seem right. But <laughs> I, no, I, I hope they getting paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hope, I hope they getting paid too. But yeah, just um. But I do. I agree with you that. And we we for all the listeners out there and all the viewers out there, challenge us. Go through the top teams in the Justice League, in the Avengers, in the X Men, in the Teen Titans. Whatever you have to do in Marvel and DC, find us a same race couple that's not white mm -hmm. well uh, that's specifically black um, that's specifically black yeah that is specifically black and, yeah, I, and I, here's the thing i don't want you to be like oh well luke cage and misty knight were together for a time no they, time. i want them to still currently be together mm -hmm. like i said yeah. black panther and storm were together but like we've already we me and you have come to an agreement black panther and storm aren't black they're african we and want black there we Super go. Hero. And that's the distinction. And, and and to anyone who's, I guess, concerned or whatnot, it's not, I don't, I don't think I have to say this, but I'll say it anyways, to make the distinction of it being a black, a black American and not a Wakandan or an African, it's not a negative thing. It's, yeah, again, it's, not, it's not. If we're fighting for representation, which is what my whole platform is built on, it mm -hmm. is um, getting, getting that representation in full. Um, so I would like, and, and, and if you're going to go so far as to even pull up these, um, uh, couples, which I'm fine with, if you can prove us wrong, cause you got four or five off the top of your head, fine, you know, educate us. But I don't want it to seem as if it's like, oh, well, you know, fuck Africans and fuck any, any black person. Oh, so yeah, I just want to throw that out there. But, um, but at the same, even if, but if you, even if you disagree with it, that's fine. Like. Just give your hate or your love or whatever it is, but I'm with you. I want to know where these couples are um, that are black that are in a relationship because you ju you just don't see. And that's man, my God, it gets to be so old. It does. It, it really, it really does get old. Especially with a character like Luke Cage, your mama was a black woman. Like, what do you? And, and it's not to say you have to be what your parents were, but this goes back to those creative teams because some of this, I don't even think it's always intentional. It's just like you got mm -hmm. writer White Joe Schmo, whoever is like, oh, I like Luke Cage, but I also like Jessica Jones. Let's get them together. I don't always think that it is intentional, but that doesn't mm -hmm. change the fact that it continues to be perpetuated. That well, there that, is no I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened. So that goes along with Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> this nigga. He has uh, he has his name is seen in, in infamy as well as fame, like with Jason Aaron. You created the ultimate universe. Yeah. You created Miles Morales. You created Jessica Jones. He brought Luke Cage into Jessica Jones. I and they slept that, together yeah. and things like Max, that. Yeah. 
Now, I believe it also was Brian Michael Bendis who had them get married. I believe it was in Uncanny Avengers, or I, I can I can see the issue in my head. Like he's on, he's down on one knee, and he's in like a tux with no jacket on, in a vest, and she's in a wedding dress, and they're kissing okay. each other, and there's like flowers around them. And he had them get married. And like I said, I don't know, and I'm not going to say he did this. I don't know if that was a ploy with Marvel to show, hey, we are with interracial couples. Or that was just Ryan Michael Bendis saying, I want to, well, I, want, I want my beloved character with another character that I like to be married. Well, what I'll say, and I don't, again, I don't know for absolute certain, but I know that I've seen interviews of him saying that because he has, him and his wife have um, two, I believe, adopted black daughters um, wanting to show through characters like Riri Williams and Miles Morales, his daughters, characters that look like them. Uh, mm -hmm. So I don't know if maybe even that has something to do with it. Like, okay, give me this interracial, mm -hmm. you know, but so, but this is speculation on my part, but I know that interview was factual that he said because of his black daughters, he wanted to, um, yeah, show these people. Okay, so okay, so he did it for a daughter. Okay, well, if he possibly did it for his daughters, that's great. But going off of what you were saying, which I love this topic, which I don't know why I've never thought about it like this, you would think because let's be honest, in the comic book world, when it comes to Marvel and, and DC. It's a business at the end of the day. When it, it comes is. to when it comes to Disney and Warner Brothers, they love the fans, but at the end of the day, it is a business. Mm -hmm. It's a business. And let's just cut the shit. You have to do ploys to get your stakes up and get your sales up. Like one of the most the most uh, sold out comic of all time in all history was the death of Superman. Mm -hmm. When they officially killed off Superman, DC has never seen that much money ever off of a comic book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they they're like, okay, what 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 what's the ploy? What's the ploy? Give me, we need ideas. We need ideas. We need money. We need money. We need funding. We need money. We need money. We need money. We need money. And so they're like, okay, what can we do to this character to get to draw fans in for Thor? Uh, make him unworthy. He can't pick up his hammer anymore. Mm -hmm. Boom. Perfect. Uh, what can we do to Hulk? Uh. Uh, he can't die. Make him mortal. Boom. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And they're they're using characters they have. Yeah. Versus, you can just add to the library. Mm -hmm. But just yeah. just add on to the library. And then my whole thing with Brian Michael Bendis, you based Miles Morales off of Childish Gambino, a full fledged <laughs> nigga, but you made him Afro Latino. <laughs> I, just, I mean, even, there's something to be said there that, you know, but you could have named him Miles Morris. Hell, mm. you know, like you don't have like for real or you could have named him Jesse Johnson if you want to go for the whole alliteration. Mm -hmm. But you, you didn't. You didn't. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and just that's just my whole thing with mm -hmm. the comic book industry. Just. A lot of black superheroes, they're middle aged. And they're not interesting to kids. Mm. And they're not like doing my anything kids, with them. My kids, my kids can't can't watch Luke Cage TV show on Netflix. <laughs> oh no, that's not for them. No, yeah, that's please. not for them. Please, you know, no. it's, it's gonna, one, it's going to be above their head, and two, that's fucking. Uh, you, you, uh, yeah, you know, 
A lot of it. Um, so yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> you know, you know, my you know, my kids aren't gonna be interested in watching Black Lightning. First of all, they fucked up Black Lightning by making him a middle aged man. You could have been young when he first got his powers. Let me tell you, that show let's not even I'm not a fan. Yeah, no, we're not gonna talk about it. We, That'll be for yeah. another time. <laughs> um, and then like static shock, like my kids aren't gonna watch that show because one, the animation looks outdated as hell. I I know it was a show. I thought it was just a new book. They're making it a, a show. Oh no, the old, the old, the old, sta- the old. Static oh, song. Okay, you know, I was like, God you know, damn. You know, they, so, but yeah, you know, yeah. You know, little Romeo. You little Romeo did the uh, the theme song to it. Bro, yes. God. <laughs> <laughs> but just, yeah, you know, my kids aren't gonna watch that because they're like, mm-hmm. they're like, Dad, this animation sucks. I'm mean, like, Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, all we had. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, so man. you know, and I mean, like, there's there's not enough representation for the younger generation, and. It's just, I you can even see what DC is doing. It's like they have Superboy. Superboy is going to take over for for his dad. Mm-hmm. They made uh, the new Wonder Woman. She's Brazilian. Mm-hmm. You know the new Batman. Like I said, is Lucius Fox's son. Mm-hmm. So he's black. But I'm like, that's not pulling in an audience of the minority. You know, and it's so sad to say. But if you want to read comic books that star us, you have to go to the indies. You got to yeah. go to Dark Horse. You got to go to Image. You know, you got to go to Scout. You got to go to Valiant. You have to go to Studios. Yeah, boom. Yeah, you have to go to these guys because guess what? Marvel and DC, they worried about that quick. They worried about that buck. It's like fast fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's just there needs to be a sit down with prominent black writers with DC and Marvel saying, this is what we are going to do. Mm-hmm. We need this representation. There's no black equivalent to Superman. There's no black equivalent to Batman. Mm-hmm. If the top five superheroes in the world, in the world, the world Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, it's either Captain America or Iron Man. Probably both at this point, just because of the MCU. I would put them yeah. both in there. But uh, if you go around the world and ask, Superman is number one, then it's Batman, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, and like I said, either Captain America or Iron Man. Nowhere on that list, Black Panther's in the top ten, but nowhere on the list is Miles Morales. Well, sorry. Now you're gonna, we're gonna let's let's consider black superheroes, true black mm-hmm. superheroes. Goliath isn't on that list. John Stewart isn't on that list. Mm. Luke Cage isn't on that list. Mm. Black Lightning's not on that list. Static Shock's not on that list. <laughs> Calderon is not on that list. I mean, you. Well, Calderon, aka Aqualad, not on that list. So where is our representation? Mm, it doesn't Ruby get the Williams same dance right on that list. Yeah. It I almost got into a fight with this guy. In uh, this store, it's uh, uh, what's it called? It's not Best Buy, but it's like a it's like a mall version of Best Buy. Don't say Radio Shack. No, it's not Radio Shack. <laughs> it's like blue. It's like a blue sign with like yellow trim, like orange trim around it. Uh, wow. I forgot. It'll come to me later. But we were talking about comics, and he had picked up a Jane Foster statue, and I was like, oh, I don't like that character development for her. This and this and that. Like one of the things I didn't like about the comic, going back to her, was um. She could use the hammer better than Thor could. And I was like, mm-hmm. You've had the hammer for thousands explain? of years. How the fuck she gonna use it better than you in two days? Oh, okay. All right. And he was like, 
I don't like the fact that they brought in Wee Wee Williams and go say she could create Iron Man suits and this and this and that and da 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 da. And I was like, didn't but Peter Parker know? over? Didn't Peter Parker override the Iron Spider suit? Yeah. yeah, but he's like Peter Parker's a known genius. So why can't Riri Williams be a known genius? And he was like, oh, girl. and he was like, oh, they just brought her in just to bring in, you know, you know, you what? know. <laughs> and I was like, and this is a white guy saying this to me. I'm like, you know what? Because mm. he knew if he said we were gonna say niggas, <laughs> he got punched in the throat. In the throat you know? <laughs> but you know, he didn't want to. He didn't want to say niggas. You know what I'm saying? He said niggas. Get out yeah, of here, he wanted man. to say niggas, but man. he was thinking niggas. He was at the tip of his tongue. This fool said he was thinking niggas, but yeah, yeah, he was thinking niggas. It was on the tip of his tongue. Swear to God. <laughs> and I mean, it's just we need this push to the for- forefront. And you know, Kevin Feige is trying his best. You know, with uh, with the Armor Wars coming out, with uh, Rhodey being a main character, then Riri Williams is going to be in it, mm-hmm. in the Disney Plus shows and things like that, and going on and so forth and so forth. And I see what you're trying to do, and I respect mm-hmm. what you're trying to do, but it's almost too little too late because they're not ever going to be in the the fame that Iron Man is or Superman is. No, you know, and I and I want that for our people of color characters. I want that for our black characters. I need that for our black characters. Now, do you, now do you? So you're saying that you don't? Okay, how do I put this? Me and you are of a certain age, so we read comics when that was mm-hmm. pretty much all we had. Now we have a full MCU, DCEU, and whatnot. So do you yeah. feel like even with the Cause you go back to 2007 and you ask somebody about an Iron Man, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But no. because MC was so big, now you don't think that even if it's not based off the comics, if it's because of how big the film franchise is, you don't think that a Riri Williams would get to that level of like a it's, gonna, it's, going, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. You got to realize the first Superman issue came out in 1938. This is true. Uh, the first, uh, I want to say the first Spider-Man issue came out in 1967. Um, the first Spider-Man issue came out in 1967, I want to say. Mm. Or, around, or around mid-60s, like 65 through 66, 67. Mm. It took them years to get to where they are. And Riri Williams is still but a baby. And so is Miles Morales. And I will give Into the Spider-Verse for putting them in that echelon of being mm-hmm. that famous. But at the same time, too, it's already been stated, no superhero, no matter if Robert Downey Jr. was to play Iron Man to the wheels fall off, Iron Man is never going to reach over Superman and Batman mm. because of that time they put in. You got to mm. put in that time. You know, hell, even with the Luke Cage TV show, that didn't, you know, that didn't get the love it should have got. You know, it, it's just if they really want to do an overhaul with us, they have to do an overhaul with us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When it comes to black superheroes, I need to see Luke Cage t-shirts, Luke Cage video games coming out. Just don't make him a side character. Give him a full video game. Give Riri Williams a full video game. Mm-hmm. Give her an animated TV show. Mm-hmm. Hell, web series. You, you got to I don't want to say oversaturate the media with them, but you have to make them so well known 
that they become a household name in damn near Cambodia. Mm, okay, that's what you're saying. You can say you can say Superman in Africa to somebody, and they're gonna know who that is. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I can go find some anyways right now. Say Batman, and they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, Batman. Yeah, I know about him." <laughs> in the case, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, everybody everybody knows the Universal sign for Spider Man. Quit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows, you know, Luke Cage. Whenever you say when you say when you say to a non-black person, Green Lantern, they think Hal Stewart, and they they, they think Hal Jordan, unless you saw the DC animated TV show Justice League. Mm. And that goes back to what I was saying. You have to oversaturate the media. You have to oversaturate the market. Because for the longest time, mm-hmm. if you did not read comic books and Justice League was your first introduction to Green Lantern, the only Green Lantern you knew mm-hmm. was John Stewart. That true. was how I was as a kid. Mm-hmm. When Justice League came on, I didn't know about Hal Jordan. <laughs> I didn't know about how, uh, yeah. Kyle Rayner. All I knew was Green Lantern was black. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me otherwise. Yeah, the nigga is black. The nigga. That's all I know. And everybody yeah. was like, and then you know, as I got into comics, as I got older, people were like, no, there's other Green Lanterns. Mm. And I was like, ain't nobody gonna beat John Stewart ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And then also, going really quick because I know somebody's gonna be an asshole because I because I think like this sometimes. Don't sit there and say, oh, well, the, uh, the black couple in uh, the Justice League is uh, Jon Stewart and Hawkgirl because Hawkgirl is uh, Egyptian. Technically, yeah. technically, she's African. But at the same time, too, she's not black. And how, how long have they been together? Well, I mean, also, well, they didn't, I don't know if they're still together. I don't know if they stayed together long. But wasn't Jon Stewart with Vixen for a time? I want to say, yeah, I'm not as well versed at DC, but I feel like that makes sense to me. I think they were together because I know when Justice League Unlimited, um, she was flirting with him and they flirted with each other. Mm. I was thinking the comments they may have got together. But and then also Vixen is just (sighs) with these black superheroes. Let's stay away from stereotyping them. Mm. Like, if you, like, what I mean by that is, if you made, like, when they made Wally West black, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, black people are known for being fast, right? Sure, why not? <laughs> sure, why not? Get out of here, man. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? Am man. I right or fucking wrong? When the, Luke Cage, when the Luke Cage TV show came out, uh, Cheo Coker, who was a showrunner, he even said, "Yeah, we had Luke Cage wear a hoodie because of Trayvon Martin. He's bu- he's bulletproof, so put him in a hoodie because mm-hmm. Trayvon Martin got killed by wearing a hoodie." Mm-hmm. Mike Coulter even said it too, and I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead and do it." Yeah, but you know, you laughed at what I said about Wally West being black, having to be super fast because black people are known for their speed. Mm-hmm. But don't you see how fucked up it is when you when you really think about it? Like, wow. You didn't think about it like that. Stereotype. <laughs> the stereotype of us being super fucking fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm um, like when it comes to when it comes to making new superheroes or taking a superhero that we do have, mm-hmm. you know, be careful with what you do for our stereotypes. Like Goliath, for instance, 
He was the first one to die in Civil War. That's a stereotype. The black man was going to die first. Hey, this has been around for 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 years, decades, even. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying, and that and that's just that just that's just my whole thing when it comes to us. It's just it's just so sad. Yeah, but that's what and, it comes to having the right creative team, having somebody who can point that out. I'm like, this is kind of odd. Yeah, that, and you know, and I and I agree. Even if there's just one black person in the room, have that black person be outspoken. All right. Don't we're gonna do down. this. No, mm-hmm. we're not gonna do that because this is how the viewer is gonna see it. Yeah, that's and but see that comes back to having those sensitivity readers. And I I use this example all the time when I bring this up. I am a um I am a cisgendered man. I'm not transsexual. If I'm going to write a transsexual person in my book, I need mm-hmm. to at the very least talk to maybe two trans people and be like, hey, is Buying clothes different from you for you is shopping for cars yep. different. For, like yes. if my character is going to, even if they're a superhero yes. in this magical yes. land, I want to get it as close to right as I possibly can. So I have to confer with the people who are who <laughs> exactly. have experience. So just because you got the black person in the room, don't beat them down. God damn it, let them say some shit and you not get frustrated. But yeah, so yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh, speak. Okay, quick story on that one. Quick. Quick fucking story. So we all know the story of the ugly duckling, right? <laughs> you know, the ugly duckling fairy tale. Yeah. I'm going somewhere with this. Come on. This is True story. Thing. So when I was in high school, I used to do theater. Mm. Uh, we go see this play about the ugly duckling. It was mm. a musical. It was really cool. And the only black person in the play Come on. was the ugly duckling. Oh, interesting. We left from that show. And my theater teacher was like, so what'd you think of it? How'd you guys like it? Everybody gave their opinion. And I was quiet. And she was like, Shay, why aren't you talking? I'm like, that show was racist as fuck. She was like, what? She was like, no, it wasn't. I'm like, the story of the ugly duckling is this motherfucker gets beaten down because he's ugly and looks different from everybody. Man. And so his parents come along. And it's like, you're not a duck. And then he, not, not, not even that. And so he becomes a swan and looks all beautiful. And everyone's like, we're sorry for how we treated you. Mm. Oh my gosh, you're so amazing and beautiful. Then his parents come along. It's like, you were never a duck. We lost your egg. You're a swan. Mm. You're beautiful in your own right. Mm. You had a black man play him. And for the first half of the show, for the whole entire show, he was trying to, he was like, I need to accept who I am. But he's like, I don't understand why everybody treats me differently. They're calling me ugly, this and this and that. And everybody in the show was uh, was white and other people a different race, but nobody else in the show was black. Mm. And they always like, you're ugly. You're this and you're that. And I'm like, interesting. Isn't that how the real world treats black people? And she was like, you're digging too deep into it. What? And go off of what you just said. Don't shut up the black person in the room. Don't shut up the black person in the room. Because if they had, if they had a black casting director, the black casting director would have called that shit out and been like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Or that's what the casting director was going for. Mm. Going for people to realize that's what racism looks like, but for kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's because if you had everybody in the show were white and the ugly duckling was white, they would be like, Why? He looks just like them. Why are they being mean to him? Mm. But by him being black, everybody else in the show being white, that shows to the kids and that shows to the adults and shows everybody who's watching. 
oh my gosh, that's an allegory for racism mm. because they're treating him differently for no reason. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew, man. No, no. I'm, yeah, I'm, man. I'm with you. There's <laughs> some shit now. To yeah. say you think it's too deep. It's like it's art. It's supposed to be fucking deep. And this, if you're a child, you, you're not. No, and, there's no, and there's no such thing. We have to. We have to. Us as black people, you know. Before before I have to go, because it's about to be it's about to be it's about to be child time. We have to stop letting people tell us when it comes to us thinking about race or thinking about representation or anything like that that we're digging too deep, digging too deep into something, mm-hmm. or you're reaching. That has to stop. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as that. True. Because when we want to be represented correctly, this is what we, we we have to go that extra mile. We have to we have to climb those mountains. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we have to we have to sit there and go. You know what? No, I'm not digging too deep into this bullshit. Mm-hmm. I see the bullshit. Mm-hmm. I know what it is, and this is wrong. Yeah. I need my representation. I need the world to see everything correctly. How it should be seen through my eyes. You're not gonna, you're not gonna fuck me over. Yeah. When it comes to my representation, because it's not just representation for me. It's representation for my kids. It's mm-hmm. representation for the next generation. It's representation for everybody who's older and younger than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like going off of the, re- going off of that. Look how Isaiah Brad. <laughs> you said nothing but a word. Isaiah, let let it be known how he felt. Yeah. Isaiah Bradley, at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, all he could do was look at that statue and cry because he realized, I'm finally represented. My story is being told mm-hmm. in a correct manner. Right, and right. That's all, and that's all we want. We just want our recognition. We just want to be heard, and we just need people to realize. And I have said it before in many meetings when I've had, when I have uh, spoken you know, with Black Lives Matter and things like that, and mm-hmm. spoken with other people of different races and things like I say it all the time. Things like this start with the healing of an apology that happened to us as Black people. Mm. You feel me? I hear you, man. Like you said, atoning for your sins in comic books, mm-hmm. we need to have that in reality. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier touched on that. Yeah. With, with Isaiah Bradley, when he saw, he just he was like, I just want to be acknowledged for the pain and mm-hmm. suffering I went through. That's all I want. That's all I need is for just some sort of acknowledgement that what I did was not in vain. And we need that in mediums. We need that in comic books because not even just in comic books, but in novels and things like that for our kids to read. Yeah. Because... If you look at some of these old psychological videos of kids being tested and things like that, like I'll never forget the video. It's so sad. They have this little black girl sitting at this mm-hmm. table with a white baby and a black and a black baby doll. Mm-hmm. And they're like, which baby doll do you want? She goes for the white one. Well, why is that? Because she, she was taught me. that black is bad. When Jane Elliott does her blonde, uh, does her blue eyed and brown eyed test, go and watch it. Look up Jane Elliott, brown-eyed, blue-eyed experiment. She does it with grown-ass adults, and they scream at her and they cry for the treatment she does to them. And she says, I'm not treating you any different than black people get treated. Mm-hmm. I mean, that girl crying, <laughs> leaving out yeah. the classroom. She was, she, was, yeah. she was freaking out. I'm like, what's she freaking out for? This is how we get treated. 
I love that I get to speak with you on this matter. I love that you understand where I'm coming from because this representation needs to happen. That's it, man. It was <laughs> nice speaking with you, Rain. You definitely got to get me back on the show. Good, good, uh, good. You might get canceled, though. This is this is the episode. Listen to listen 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 the cancel episode. I'm listen so serious. Let us know if you can if you canceling the show after this. Oh, yeah. So Shane, you know, these... follow follow me at Free Set of Mind on Twitter. Come at me in my DMs if you got to. Say I hate you. Hope you die. <laughs> I'm gonna kill your black ass when I find you. Whatever oh, you got no. to say. Let, <laughs> no, let me know how you really feel. Let me oh, know how man. you really, really feel. Yes, indeed. But man, oh, it was man. great speaking with you, guy. Same, same. Well, thank you, thank you so much. All Thanks right, brother. In the show notes, man. You oh, enjoy your your dinner and, <laughs> and I hope I get you back dinner. on, man. Hey, I hope I get to be back on. If you're still alive, shit, the way you <laughs> your deals might nah, ain't be. Nothing, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing gonna happen to me. Ain't nothing gonna happen to me. Oh, <laughs> yes, they indeed. couldn't. They couldn't take. They couldn't take me out before. They ain't gonna take me out now. There we go. There we go. Well, man, <laughs> thank right, man. you so much, man. I do appreciate. No problem, it, brother. You be blessed. You as well. All right, peace. All right.